You know, we went into last night questioning whether there was a chance. Maybe there was the outside possibility that we could be going through the greatest college football playoff we've ever seen since 2015 when we had the first one. And then Georgia decided to win 65-7, to which was great because we all had a lot of money on Georgia, a lot of props, so it all worked out. And I know you guys both said, oh, well, we won a lot of money, so it was great. I actually wanted to watch a good game, too. I, I wanted didn't. to win, but I actually wanted to watch a game that was reasonable. I, I mean, it was, it was so bad. It was it, The no. ratings were the worst they've ever had. No, See, it, was, no. it was never a sweat. It was personal no. for me. It me, was, me and it I was love personal Sonny for Dykes, you. but man, those stupid toads all it, season it was long. PJ, how many you. times did they burn us? It's too many, Ryan. How many times did they knock out a starting quarterback, a backup quarterback? We'd get the third-string quarterback, 17-point lead. Well, that happened only twice. <laughs> too but many. It happened against Kansas State. Kansas State did get their revenge, but it was personal last night for me, Nick. I was. No, I know. I, I was know. very. I very much enjoyed it too. Yeah. Which those game was over quicker, the Maryland UCLA game or that game last night? Maryland UCLA game. That game was over as soon as Maryland <laughs> yeah, took the court. I bet them in that game. One and a half. It yeah. looked like it, it looked like the TCU game might actually be a game. That's true. That's when true. When he threw down, I was nervous had that about open receiver. Yep. Yeah, he was yeah. sweating the first quarter bet. Yep. Three and a half. They they cut it to ten to seven, and then Oof. after that, they're like, okay. Time to get out. Cute, of yeah, cute. I was worried I was not going to hit that bet. What do you say in the locker room if you're Sonny Dykes? <laughs> Actually, after man, the game or halftime? Uh, after the game, like mm. you just got beat sixty-five to seven. Listen, they're just men. I'm There's sorry, running guys. clock in high school football. You get out of there a lot earlier. I did like that Max Duggan. They did a piece on him after the game. I thought it was pretty cool. He was like, "No more ice baths. No more big time throws. Just one last bus ride with the boys." And I almost had a tear in my eye because. Who knows what his career like? Where does Max is he a is he a pro quarterback? Probably not. He wasn't even the starting quarterback yeah. going into the season. No, I don't think so. He, I don't think he you know what he'll probably get. He'll probably get a training camp invite somewhere. Maybe get on a practice yeah, squad. Yeah, he'll be a practice squad. Maybe he'll be, maybe a, be a practice squad guy. Have the defenders announced their quarterback situation no. yet? No, okay. but I would love to see what I. That's what I wonder too with the XFL. Yeah, are you going to bring some guys back that were in the last league? How does that work? But yeah, listen, there's a lot of opportunities now for players. I always wish the NFL had a development league, a real D league, G league, minor league, whatever you want to call it, because. The XFL's got like a relationship with the NFL now, but you've got all these these minor league systems. There's a chance for quarterbacks that don't really have an opportunity maybe in the NFL right now to Jordan go to Love. the XFL, to go to the USFL, and and really then get, get a look. Yeah, He should be playing in the XFL. Yeah. He, he might be the starting quarterback on, of the Packers. He should year. probably be on loan to an XFL team <laughs> for the first four years. I want to see just like the most random, as a college football fan, again, like this is what I wanted them to do the first time. I want like Manziel out there. Give me uh, Swag Kelly, although Swag Kelly just won in the CFL championship, actually. Chad Kelly did. I just want all the most random guys, man. Ryan Mallett, what's he up to these days? Get him out there. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. Remember when we thought he was going to be the successor to Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh, they drafted Tom Brady's successor. Brady just had like kidding. eight successors. Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. uh, Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. Trask, what a name. I forgot yeah. about Kyle. And that wasn't even that long ago. Yes. Yeah, he's still hey, there. He, he got some run. It was weird. They put in um, like Brady when he got taken out, which he played way too long. I had to sweat out that Atlanta ticket way too long this weekend. But they brought in Blaine Gabbard, actually. I think it's because he's a hero. He saved some people. Did you guys see this? Yeah, I didn't remember Blaine, that. Blaine Gabbard, American hero. Mm-hmm. But then he got some run, and then Trask came in. It was weird. Anyway, nobody cares. Uh, week 18 Quick question was for weird. you. I have a question, live betting question. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, South Carolina was a 19-and-a-half-point dog. Uh, they are up 23-12, to 12, as we can see, to Kentucky uh, in Rupp Arena. And they are now 10-and-a-half-point dogs live. Would you take South Carolina still at 10-and-a-half? 
or would you stay away? Stay away. Stay away. What would you, you do, Peach? You stay away. Yep. Just why, why watch a as a fan. Number. And as you say, yeah. that Kentucky just gets a turnover and goes the other way and scores. Uh, no, just kidding. Missed a layup. Now they scored. Okay, so this ain't your father's. This ain't your yeah. uh, your your dad's Kentucky team when they're blowing layups. No, it's not. I would stay away from this. Is this Cal's last year in Kentucky, you guys think? Does he take the Texas job? I don't know. I think that's a good job. I think it's a better job than Kentucky. I think it's a better job than Kentucky. But I just think it might be time to move on. A change of scenery for him. Mm -hmm. Listen, the guy's a great recruiter. He's one of the best salesmen we've ever had in college sports. I love him. He's He's able to get guys that are McDonald's All Americans, sacrifice numbers, minutes, touches, all of that. Knowing they're going to get a chance to get funneled to the NBA. I love. Did you hear the story that he just recently told about Demarcus Cousins? Mm-mm. Okay, I forget where he was on. I think maybe all the smoke or something. And he he said that Demarcus Cousins brought his mom to Kentucky. Mom's there. They're running practice. They've got this drill. They've got to run back and forth and back and forth again. Demarcus Cousins at in the middle of the drill says, "Hey, my feet are on fire. I can't. I can't run anymore. I'm. I'm sorry." And he goes, no problem. That's fine. Like, just take take time off. It's fine. Just like, just go. And he comes after up to him after the after the drill, and he goes, listen, I understand you're tired. Your feet are tired. I get all that. Like, it's fine. But you're not starting for me if you can't do these drills. Wow. Like, you may be a rotation guy, and if you play well that night, maybe you play 20 minutes. If you don't play well that night, maybe you play five minutes. But you will not start for me if you don't complete what I tell you to complete. And DeMarcus Cousins the next day completed that full drill, boy. (laughs) And his mom left that next day. And he was like, where are you going? And she was like, he respects you. You're giving him rules and boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to be here anymore. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I love Coach Cal. Yeah. I so love do Coach I. Cal. I really do. I hung out with him. You guys know this. Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, just me and Iowa. Coach Cal just trying to find some Italian food in Iowa, which didn't go very That's well. That's a crazy story. That's when story. he told me the Tyler Ulis story. That Tyler Ulis' dad said when he was recruiting Tyler Ulis out of Chicago, he was like, if my son comes to Kentucky, you have a player for the next four years. And he said, if your son comes to Kentucky and wants to stay for four years, he's going to the wrong school. We developed for the NBA here. <laughs> Proud for Tyler Ulis, he was like my height. Yeah, but, he was. Uh, yeah, Cal's awesome, but I think he's a little bit, I, like when he went to the pros, you know, I don't think the pro game, I don't think the NBA is really for him because he's great at recruiting. Mm-hmm. And like he even, won't go back to the even NBA. that Memphis team they don't run any Kentucky they don't run any offensive sets though it's yep. just chaos he just gets NBA players he rolls the ball out for NBA talent and says go yeah. and then he recycles you know a whole right. new set of McDonald's All Americans the next year right so he's a legend but he's not as good of a coach in my opinion as like a Tom Izzo who yeah. every year in March I mean yeah they recruit at Michigan State but they don't really have you know like top five picks there or um. You know, a couple different guys. Tony Bennett, who you brought up earlier, Peach. I think he's a better Love coach. Love Tony better, Bennett. Yeah. Better X's and O's Is Tony guy. Bennett the best coach in college basketball right now? Now that Jay Wright's gone? Yeah, maybe. now that Jay Wright is gone. I still think it's Kelvin Sampson in Houston. Uh, fair. But Bennett's top five, for sure. Top what three? What about Nate Oates? <laughs> oh, that's, I mean, that's number one Great right suit there. No. N- number three, is he top three? He might be. He I might always be. thought Tony, Tony Bennett was going to end up taking the Duke job when Coach K retired. That was always the rumor. Like, that was the one job he would leave for. So and many then, dudes, like, were supposed to get that job, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Chris Collins. It was just everybody on the bench. Woj. And then they were all like, Coach K is never going anywhere, and I want to be a head coach. we got to yeah. get out of here. Yeah. And I still think Patino's up there. I mean, I know he's at Iona, but. Yeah, I like Patino. Patino. But he's a dirty bird. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, they all I mean, it was a restaurant floor, let's be honest. It was a dirty floor, so, you know. There's levels to this, you know? There's paying a kid 150 grand in a random home. And then there's what Patino did. Yeah, okay, we don't yeah. even know to go into it. 
You know, it'll be interesting to see how college basketball evolves. Brothels it's it's affected stuff. it's affected more of college football. <laughs> I mean, the brothels are probably not part of the the NIL deals, but no, like, yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. Not see, right now. This was what was awesome growing up. Is my uncle, he was a D one coach. So I'd get all the stories. Like we'd have family parties, and Rick Majerus would come to Joliet, Illinois. That's he was crazy. a big fan of the poor boy sandwiches. One time, I saw him eat two and then bring one for the road. Yeah, I, good I would just that I would just ask right. him about Keith Van Horn. I was obsessed with Keith Van Horn growing up. You know. <laughs> And he would just give me these great stories. But he was a bully. He was mean yeah. to his players. Yeah, man. Majerus Rest was in tough. Peace, of course. Yeah, he, was he was tough on his guys. But I would hear these stories about how like guys would call like the junior colleges and say, Hey, I want Bootsy Thornton to come to St. John's. We'll give you 75K under the table and stuff like that. That's amazing. Now it's like, but what I don't care. Like, for example, college football. Why would I care that Jim Harbaugh bought a kid a cheese? That's what I mean. Like they, it's, everything's <laughs> no, changing now. We're like, you can get away. You think with so much more in terms of here's money with an endorsement. You're really just paying somebody yeah. to go to the school. Like, but yet there's still a problem with John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh buying someone a burger. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, we understand. Get rid of that. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm watching Bryce Young on Dr Pepper commercials. Uh, Bryce Young Manning made, has made like five million, three point five million, I think, this year. Yeah, uh, J T Daniels isn't even good. He has the stupidest haircut I've ever seen in my life, and he wanted five million dollars in a house or something crazy like that. West Virginia was like, no, man, no, no dude, sorry, you can just go on. All that to say, kind of like North Carolina tonight, guys, against Virginia. I know how great Virginia has been this season. I know North Carolina has been a complete disappointment. They were the number one overall team uh, preseason on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I think they're going to keep this game close tonight. I took it at five. It's down to four and a half. Still like it. They may win this game outright. I don't like betting against Tony Bennett in Virginia, but I think Carolina shows up for this big spot tonight. I stayed away. My lean was going to be Virginia. Don't feel great about that, considering that's your lean. PJ leans Virginia as well. Oh, great. Us two both off of it, though. I, I texted PJ. I said, should I take this bet? And he goes, no. What you should take instead is OK State plus five and a half. And I said, all right, my guy, I'll do that. Well, I, yeah. know. I was in on Michigan State, but I was worried about them playing on the road. And I just I Big chickened out. a tough place to play. Man. I chickened out. I chickened out the last minute. It's one of the one of the toughest places. And I, I think I got Center? distracted by yeah. something, too. Yeah, that, that was my thing. I like Michigan State, too. I just do not bet against Wisconsin when they're at home. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it at the Kohl Center. T, Can't do it. T-Money. T-Money. I'm on it. I know. We're going to see what's happening with the South Carolina game, though, too, because they're still they're up still 10. They're still up by 10. They're still up 10. I'm starting to get a little worried for I, Kentucky. I mean, what's the line right now? Uh, let me look for it. Let me look for I it. Mean, it's if now it's still... down to seven and a half, folks. Yeah. It's now down to seven. Yeah. I'm dropping like flies. Yep. OKC's down to one and a half right now. Ooh. Plus one and a half from two and a half. Yeah, we're in, we got some value. Some little CLV, mm-hmm. baby. A little CLV. So you kind of no-sold my Raptors pick tonight. Do you not like Toronto against Charlotte? No, I do. Just not enough for me to personally take it. And I'm worried, like I was worried about Boston last night, which was right, sort of. It was it was right, but it was barely right. I would have lost the bet, so you, you would have lost right it. Um, I just worry about the Raptors and what's happening with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, yeah. they've had so many rumors about basically trading everyone. Fred Van Fleet wants big money now, so he may be on the trade block. You know, Siakam's had back-and-forth issues with Nick Nurse, uh, and that's still kind of a thing. OG Ananobi wants out. Like, Scotty Barnes has been regressing this year, and that's fair, and that's, like, fine. But the whole team just doesn't look great. Their rim protection isn't great. I'm not saying that Mason Plumlee's going to go out there and eat. He may. But, listen, I just, even in Toronto, I just couldn't personally do it. I'd probably, if I was going to bet anything in that game, would have just taken the over to yeah. 29.5 just because Charlotte's defense is so bad. But I don't hate it. I, I would tell you if I hated it. 
I'm not in love with it. I'm about a six and a half out of right. ten on that. Well, bet. that's that's good enough for me. Yeah. Everybody's going tonight for Toronto. Literally nobody on their injury report. We'll take one last shot with them if they lose this game or if they don't win by eight. Nick Nurse should be fired tonight. And I don't root for people to lose their jobs. You know this, but. Nick we Nurse, don't. Nah. He may even want to be out. This We're, may be a point where he's ready to go somewhere else, too, because he could get a high-profile job. He will get hired very quickly next year. And you're right. Year. It's one of those things, and we talked about this last night, is that now you're seeing players, coaches, executives with options say, I'm not here for the rebuild, especially yep. when they win. He already has a ring. Same thing with Sean McVay. Yep. I already have a ring. I am yep. not here to restart, tear down, and rebuild. That's not for me. I spent 25 years in Europe overseas trying to rebuild programs. I was at the Iowa Energy. I did a G League rebuild, took them to the chip. I'm done, dude. I need a team that I can just come to and we can just formulate, gel, and I can do my job. If the Celtics still have some up and downs oh my God. as the Nick season Nurse goes on, Nick Nurse coach is a Celtics coach, right? Yeah, that's like, that would be an incredible spot. They, for him. They, that's one of the reasons why they're not taking the interim tag off of Joe Missoula. But you want to ride out the whole season anyway. And if an opportunity like Nick Nurse presents itself, that's what's going to happen. Well, it's- and technically, and I think somebody came on and told us this, is they can't technically take the interim tag off or they'll be right. in a lawsuit. There's also with, a legal, there's a, yeah, there's a legal dope. aspect there too. But it makes it easier at the end of the year yep. where if Missoula, you're not going to keep him around, you just, he's not the head coach anyway, he's the interim, so it yep. makes it easier. It's not like a full firing. So, yeah, there, there's certainly a lot there with it. Uh, I Nick Nurse is just, he looks like somebody that's that's ready to move on to somewhere else. And honestly, with the more yeah. high-profile job if you're head coach, like you said, more resources. I mean, maybe a team. Masai Ujiri is one of the best GMs, team presidents in, in the NBA, but it's it's harder to get free agents to go play in Toronto. I mean, yeah, it, it just is. Percent. And they've got a lot of talent. Now, what you'd really it would be if you could get Masai Ujiri and Nick Nurse in a package deal. Got to get Brad Stevens out of there. I would. I, well, listen, if it's not Boston, then if it's it's somebody else, I, I would give all the money and a statue and, and partial ownership I don't know if it's legal for any of that. I think it is for team presidents. Uh, I would give them that. What about Atlanta Hawks? I think he'd be a good fit in Atlanta if he could teach them to play any. You any think defense. you think Nick Nurse would want to deal with Trey Young? I don't think he wants to deal with that I personality. Don't know that he would. I don't know. He's too much of a pushback, you know, get in your face type yeah. of. What about the Knicks to- coach? Oh, that I would. Are you kidding me? What I would. I would. I would beg for that He'd to happen. Be a perfect fit. Le- yeah. Show Leon Rose the door this very second. Masai Ujiri and Nick Nurse. Masai Ujiri can get twenty million dollars a year. Pay Nick Nurse another ten to twelve million wow. a year. I don't care. Bring them all in. Give them. Give them a stake in the team and let them actually rebuild this team the right way. Because if they can do it in Toronto, they can definitely do it in New York. I would like Tim. T- uh, Tim. Jeez. Tom Thibodeau to be a Odyssey NBA analyst. Me insider, too. Oh my god. And he's just in the studio with us every He'd night. He's so. He's awesome. Like, I, I got to I meet him a little bit yeah. and uh, during the summer league, and he's funny. He's yeah. actually got a great sense of humor. But you got to like really yeah. catch it because everything is like this. You know, he's almost Bill Belichick, but he's a little more raspy. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. like this. Yeah. You know, it's just it's the same same level the entire time. And yeah, that's all, that's everybody all looks at him and thinks he's like this big just hard ass and this jerk. He's not. He just had to deal with imbeciles for six years in Chicago and John Paxson and, and Gar Foreman and Minnesota and Minnesota. Yeah, and Minnesota and too. in New York. He had to actually. deal with the softest team in league history. They had Wiggins to get, he had and to Carl coach Anthony Kimble, slap fighting. He had to coach Kemba Walker in New York. Who literally said he was there for selfish reasons. And then Kemba Walker goes to the Dallas Mavericks. He gets waved in three weeks. Yep. Yeah, poor Kemba, man. Poor Tim. That's a fall off. Kemba, oh, career at UConn, though. Kemba his prime was run. fun. Even in the NBA, Kemba his prime was fun, man. One of the nastiest crossovers. Everybody talks about Kyrie's handles. Give Kemba and his prime some credit, too. I was more of a Shabazz Napier kind of guy, but yeah. <laughs> I was more of a Shabazz Muhammad Le- LeBron guy. was a Napier fan, too. So Yeah, remember that? Yeah. They drafted him, yep. and, and then he like, left. See ya. <laughs>